listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Stonal Agarwal, and Stonal talked about uh, some, some horror stories of having sex with men and the time she threw up while driving. This week, I sat down with Nathan Rennick, and he told me about a grinder hookup in college that, that went awry. Here's Nathan Rennick. You asked me to prepare a story that is really gross. And so um, this is an oldie but a goodie. If uh, I have been friends with someone listening for a while, you may have heard this one. Uh, <laughs> where cl- Close your eyes. I'm taking you back to <laughs> junior year of undergrad, 2016, just to date myself real quick. Um, by the way, if you like this. I graduated college in 2014. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I forgot how young you are. Jenna you is. You don't seem that young. I know. Thank you. But That's you are. I, I really enjoy being the young one in a group of friends. I'm the oldest. I used to be that person. Of my siblings, of my cousins. Oh, are you? Uh-huh. Interesting. And it's a lot of pressure. So I love going the opposite way in my friend groups. Yeah. I When I started stand up, it was like, I was like 23 and I was surrounded by like 35 year old men and they were all like, they'd find out how old I was and. I mean, I guess now it kind of sounds predatory, but um, <laughs> I'm just hearing it back. I'm like, oh. The line between. <laughs> you're like, no way, you're 23. And they're like, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm a baby. <laughs> now I'm, now, I'm the, now I am off. the old one being like, when people say they're like 23, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> predatory or precocious, you decide. <laughs> Today on WVGN <laughs> 95.1. Spoiler alert, it's predatory. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. If, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Anyways, okay, it's 2016. 2016, and I am a gay man. I'm single, by the way, so if anyone listening enjoys the (laughs) sultry sound of my voice, um, look me up. (laughs) 2016, I came out as a homosexual in the (laughs) freshman year of my undergrad, so at this point, I'm hooking up, haven't really been dating. Um, I wouldn't end up dating until I actually moved to Chicago, um, interestingly enough. So anyway, I'm on the apps. Uh, I feel like probably the predominant audience of your show understands the apps. Mm-hmm. We got Grinder, we got Scruff, we got, you know, all the typical hookup y ones. And so there I was, a depraved little gay boy uh, in architecture school, <laughs> and <laughs> looking for love, um, but it's spelled L-U-S-T. and uh so i'm on the apps and i start chatting with this super cute guy like so beautiful sexy and adorable kind of like that trifecta all at the same time so i'm immediately interested and we our campus is pretty large i went to the university of maryland and (laughs) we might have to bleep some of this (laughs) because you're from maryland i'm from maryland yeah i forget that too you feel Mm -hmm. very midwest to me oh yeah well my parents are both from the midwest oh okay uh, they met at Purdue University and then uh, found their way to Maryland, where I was raised. So I've kind of come full circle, okay. uh, living here for five and a half years, um, <laughs> and still hooking up and getting into <laughs> messy situations. Still getting wet. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, so our campus on University of Maryland is large. We have about thirty thousand students between undergrad and grad, and um, the main library is called McKeldin. And it's in pretty centralized to the campus. It's like nine floors ish of like books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. It's got books and books. <laughs> People go there to study a lot. And the what about those little cards where you have to find the book? 
Oh, yeah, I'm sure they had that now too. Now we can use computers, but remember those? <laughs> yeah, you would write down. What are those called? A call, not a calling card. <laughs> They're um, like, um, what's that system? The, the Dewey, Dewey Decimal Dewey System? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. We had to learn that when I was, I was like in elementary school, I think. When they like, we, I remember like talking about the Dewey Decimal System, that what well, archaic. <laughs> I think it also kind of ties into like learning your alphabet because yeah. uh, they are alphabetized by section, I think usually is how and most I libraries. still do have to sing the alphabet to figure out which order <gasps> they're in. Me so. too. I also have this weird thing. My 11s and 12s, I can't, my brain doesn't make that distinction. So I always have to count like 9, 10. Oh, it's 1130 a.m. Like in my head, and sometimes I'll forget and say it out loud. <laughs> I feel like a dumbass. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really quirky <laughs> and cute. Um, I actually used to work at a library, too, so I'm somewhat of an expert on this topic. Oh. Um, I did not work at the library that I – well, we'll get to it. So the, this McKelden <laughs> Library, nine floors, and the rule of thumb was that the ground floor was, like, the most active, the um, the loudest – and then as you worked your way up, it was supposed to get, like, more and more studious. So if you got to the ninth floor, it was, like, dead silent. Almost nobody's there. We had a oh, quiet room. And then we – well, it was on the same floor. It wasn't oh, okay. that tall of a building. But it was, like – there was, like, the studying room where you could talk. And then there was the quiet room. Totally. And then in a different library, like, one of the older ones, there was, like, literal cages <laughs> where you could go lock yourself in a cage. <laughs> and I was, like, I understand the principle. And I was, like, I'm not going in that fucking cage. No. That's, that's predatory. That's <laughs> academic yeah, predation. They, I mean, you could you could come out. They wouldn't lock you in, but <laughs> mm, I don't know. It seems a little iffy. Where did you go to um, school? I forget. UW Madison. Okay, gotcha. Famous for sucking the souls out of their students. Yeah. Via and library cages. The Badgers. <clears throat> go Badgies. Oh, yeah. Just Is kidding. that similar to um, Puxatani Phil, who saw his shadow recently, uh, like a badger to that animal? Um, a groundhog. A gra- okay, so a badger is extremely fierce, and <laughs> you would not want to meet one in the wild. A groundhog, you could punt it over the hill. You wouldn't want to meet Bucky Badger. Okay, so they ba- actually are really, um, kind of nasty. I think badgers are slay mamas, and groundhogs yeah. are like basic yeah. bitches. Okay, got it. They're basically like if you could put it in language rats. that I understand, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll try. <laughs> Speak Gen Z. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Something else about this story that is important to note is that for some reason, my phone was very low on battery. We're talking like, I don't know, 15%. And I think it was an older phone. It was not an iPhone. It was like some sort of um, Samsung, no no shade to Android. Um, but it was definitely an older phone, so it was dying. Um, I think I had just come back from studio or something. I was like charging my phone, and I was like, oh my God, this guy's so hot. And he was like, hey, I'm studying in McKelgen Library, the one and only. And if you want, you can come meet me here, which is looking back the first weird thing about this story, because I lived maybe like a two minute walk away from the library. And I had my own room, like I live with people, but like had a semi private bathroom. So the I don't know if this was some like kink that he was exploring or if he was well I can't say too much I'm gonna spoil it but um anyway I was like (laughs) my phone is about to die but yeah I'll come meet you in the library and he was like great there's this this is the voice I'm gonna use for him because in my head this is how he sounds (laughs) great there's this uh bathroom on the ninth floor and it's like apparently unbeknownst to me was famous for gay hookups um of all places <laughs> a building of knowledge session. and the pursuit of happiness um 
debauchery and mm, I don't know what a, a reading word that starts with D. You know, I anyway. have to imagine an orgasm would help you study better, <gasps> don't you think? Oh. A little release of, of tension. I think we could, wait a minute, we could take this on the road. Yeah. <laughs> Start touring we'll universities. They actually, I think that is a thing. I've heard of that, that they make like masturbation pods. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, it makes sense. That's a, I think America's probably a couple hundred years so off too, of, from yeah. that. Um, so <clears throat> come, come meet me in the ninth floor bathroom. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so I, I trod on over. I forget what time of year it was. It doesn't matter trot on over um i get into mckeldon i'm like sweating because i'm very excited about the prospect but of course being a very anxious person in the moment i'm like oh my god what am i doing um and so i go up to the ninth floor there's nobody there i'm kind of like walking around acting very casual like oh just looking for a book oh my <laughs> god is this a bathroom that is so funny i was <laughs> i just needed to to pee <laughs> And so the whole time I'm kind of like messaging this guy and being like, okay, I'm here. Like as if it's like a secret spy mission. Like, where are you? I'm here. I'm like, wearing this, blah, blah, blah. Um, my phone at this point is on like 5% battery probably. <laughs> it's, it's like a movie. If, oh, uh, that, yeah, exactly. Like if we can uh, somehow superimpose some like suspenseful building, like. I would have to edit the podcast to add the music like that, but. Well, that's what I'm asking imagine you to do. Imagine if as a, I did do that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, so if. I'll do it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Okay. So I'm on 5% battery and I'm like looking through the stacks. I'm like, okay, there's the battery bathroom i think it is i'm texting the guy i'm like okay i'm here where are you and he's like just going <laughs> he's like just going i'll meet you in there no not yet jenna okay, wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there he's like just go in the bathroom i'll, I'll meet you in there i was like oh, okay fine this is like getting worse and worse my battery or my battery now is at two percent um this one is going and it's going fast and so i walk into this bathroom um, by the way, I don't think I've ever, this is like the director's cut of the story. Usually when I tell like friends and close family, it's shorter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there I am. I walk into this bathroom. Um, interestingly, there's, so let me just lay it out. So tiled classic like university bathroom, three stalls, maybe like three sinks, I guess, and probably like a couple urinals. Um, fluorescent lighting. The most um, uh, aphrodisiac and intimate <laughs> environment that you can imagine um, just like dirty, hard surfaces, <laughs> <laughs> the smell of chemicals in the air. So I walk in, there's three stalls. I notice that two of the stalls are occupied, which is weird because the rest of the floor is empty. So it's kind of giving some credibility to this idea that this bathroom is the, the cruising bathroom. So I'm like, okay, but maybe also they're just like looking for some peace and quiet while they do their thing. So I go into the one stall that's available and I think it's maybe the like ADA accessible stall. So it's larger <laughs> as is required for my huge <laughs> flopping member. <laughs> and I think I maybe, so now we're still at 2%. I'm texting him. I'm like, I, I'm in here. I'm in the last stall. Like come, like I'm getting cold feet. Uh, I didn't say this to him because I'm cool and like chill and down for public gay sex. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm here. Like, come on by. <laughs> and um, so I'm like sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. All of a sudden he's like not messaging me back. I'm like, oh God, this is not good. And so eventually I think what feels like hours, but it was probably like two minutes. I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm not doing this. This is gross. Like, even if this guy's so hot, this is like a disgusting bathroom. There are people in here. And 
because as I mentioned before, I'm an anxious person. I'm like, I can't just leave the bathroom without like making a show of it. <laughs> and so like, like I have, I haven't even pulled my pants down. Like nothing has happened, but I flush the toilet and I'm like starting to exit the stall. And I like, I hear something and I turn around and the toilet is filling with water more than this is where you can do that the it's filling with water thank you it's filling with water more than usual uh because you you know they they go down and they come back up but it was coming back up with reckless abandon and I, <laughs> now in like a panic mode water starts overflowing onto the floor there's nothing in the toilet because i didn't do anything uh but there's water overflowing like very rapidly and so it starts to like pool at the base of the toilet and then kind of start to move its way towards the other stalls and i'm just in full you know there's like fight flight or fuck or freeze the four f's of um survival oh, see yeah, i didn't know there was therapy. four i always thought there was two and i was like that cannot be right that's what they don't teach you in school i freeze same exactly because that's like, there's no fight or flight for me i just stand there right and that's in between fight or flight uh but then the fourth is fuck i do that too sometimes but oh like how many times a week yeah mm. Let's say upwards of four. Oh, that's great. It will depend. Okay. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the water is now water falling down the toilet and into the other stalls. And in my, so I've been using this like deeper, like raspy masking voice. Um, <laughs> but in the moment, um, I kind of go, I'm like, I'm like, um, I'm like, I'm sorry. And then I <laughs> run out of the bathroom. I run. I'm moving away from the microphone so I can scream. I run away. And um, my phone is dead. And I get back to my little apartment, plug in my phone, and I never hear from the guy again. But I think somewhere I still have a screenshot of the pictures he was sending me. Because to, like, to this day, I don't know if he was real, if he was catfishing me. If he even was at the McKeldin Library, if there was like a camera set up somewhere that I didn't see that was like recording this, um, I would love to catch the like library footage of me very timidly, like <laughs> looking, like looking right and going into this bathroom and then three minutes later coming out and like sprinting to the elevator. <laughs> Just like. The water like starts seeping out from under the door. I don't even know if McKeldin Library is still standing. I might have single-handedly <laughs> flooded. The books are moist and moldy. The people are dead. I did. The part that's sticking with me is like, who were the who were the two men sitting quietly who in the stall? Who were the two men they sitting quietly like, in the stall? Like they're like fake. They're like in a video game. The, yeah, they're like people that you like meet that are like the townspeople or whatever. Like, like oh, the they NPCs, feel not real non-playable like, yes, characters. Thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also a gamer, <laughs> if you're interested in that. Um, yeah. He's so just sitting in there quiet. And they, like, didn't, like, do anything when the water started <laughs> rushing? There may have been, like, some shufflings. It's all kind of murky <laughs> to me now. Um, but I know not, I, they could have died. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they <laughs> could have not been real. They could have died. <laughs> yeah. And, and now I'm straight now because <laughs> that kind of set me on the right path. <laughs> a more godly path, certainly. Mm-hmm. And Amen. I've never hooked up in a bathroom ever since. Hallelujah. Yeah. God sent his righteous, mm. his righteous holy waters up through the toilet <laughs> <laughs> to wash your sins clean. Wash my sins and also my sphincter. <laughs> and um. also the, the vans of the guy next to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, where are they now? They walk among us. <laughs> ordinary citizens living ordinary lives. Um. So that's my story. And... Um, <clears throat> It was gross, but now I look back and I smile. And that's the power of time and mm -hmm. therapy. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Time plus tragedy equals comedy. <gasps> wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. I need more time. <laughs> <laughs> I need a lot of time. live show the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of those stories mm. this one is a sh- this one's short and sweet um on my way here tonight my boyfriend texted you forgot to flush your poop again <laughs> 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 i think we can all relate yeah, we can all relate <laughs> when i was in college i would our uh, the my senior year the apartment we lived in was like so trashy and like <laughs> it's it's hard, almost hard to describe the bathroom was like a hallway so the toilet like you'd walk in you'd go past the sink then there was the toilet and you'd kind of have to step over the toilet to get to the shower <laughs> in the back and like my one roommate was the only one short enough to sit on the toilet like the right way because her oh. my knees would hit the wall so i would i would for a year i would sit side saddle (laughs) on a toilet and it's crazy what you can get used to but um (laughs) my my roommate need would she would just (laughs) when she was like hungover stuff she'd sit on the toilet and just like lean her head against the wall and just sit there but um so the shower took like forever to warm up and if you flushed you, it would like get cold and so mm. i was i turned the shower on and i was warming it up and then i was shitting but i was like oh i can't flush because it'll fuck <laughs> everything up and so but you know so i set the, closed the lid so that i wouldn't have to look at it right. and then i would out of sight, forget out of that i would forget I, what i had i'm a super out of sight out of mind um like add style um but yeah, so I remember one, like it happened a couple of times and I, one time I was like, I was like in lecture and I was like, <gasps> and like remembered <laughs> what I had done and I texted my what roommate and I was like, whatever you do, when you get home, do not open the toilet seat, flush it, do not open it. And, um, she was like, she was she, <laughs> number one, she, for my birthday, like took a screenshot of that text and like printed it out for, for me <laughs> but then she um she was like i was like, absolutely gonna look at it she was like <laughs> she was gonna wait to get home and open the toilet and she got home and she opens the toilet and there's nothing in there <gasps> and uh my oh. other roommate's boyfriend who would like live with us for free uh-huh. <laughs> and come home and found it so it worked out the way it should. oh got it okay. he was in charge of flushing the dookies as men should be right, right? <laughs> yeah that's men's <laughs> is work this, is this podcast called ladylike or what <laughs> um so you too had kind of like a disappearing bathroom situation although yours seems to be solved mine is we did solve it at large matt flushed it <laughs> yeah that's kind of like an archaeological dig site um, <laughs> that's amazing i had when you said leaning your head against the wall um i have uh my office is where i work and there's a bathroom there's two bathrooms actually, and the one bathroom oh, has. I know, <laughs> I know. We just got new light bulbs, <laughs> and so the one there's like this little like piece of wall that juts out, and sometimes when I'm having like a bad poop, I like well, I kind of like lean over and like put my hand against the wall as like a support, like a calming sort of presence, and I think that's nice. When I have to burp really bad, I'll like grab somebody's arm. I'll be like, oh, hold, and they're like, they're like, what are you doing? And then I like rip a burp. People hate it. Number number thirty seven of the innumerable ways that your charm just <laughs> seeps into everyone's oh, lives. Oh, excuse me for needing a little support once in a while from my friends. 
And isn't that what friends are for? They go, let go of me. <laughs> Unhand me, you yeah. wench. <laughs> it's a random person on the train. Puking in my mouth. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. While drunk and wearing a wig and dress with petticoats. Man, they they don't Whoa. really answer the question of what, of what were they up to. But um, uh, The five W's. Yeah. Um, I thought I farted, but it turned out that I crapped in my Spanx. <laughs> messed up my friend's bathroom and had to clean up with a hand towel and get the f out of there three days later while i recovered i dropped i dropped off oh i dropped off a whole new set of towels for them and we never mentioned <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful that's I, been halloween huh yeah wait can you read the first part again while drunk and wearing a wig and dress with petticoats <laughs> Or just like um, I'm imagining like Marie Antoinette. I'm imagining like Renaissance Festival. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but I could Halloween too. I mean, Man, imagine similar. if you're in in one of those in a Marie Antoinette dress and you shit your pants. That would be the layers. I mean, what was that movie um, uh, with like the five or six like SNL women um, bridesmaids oh. and she poops. She poops oh, herself yes. in the middle of the Classic. street in her wedding dress yeah. and it's she's oh the relief that washes over her face is <laughs> tangible to say the least that's when melissa mccarthy is shitting in the sink and going don't look at me don't look at me well i have an anonymous story and it's not mine oh and um somebody was uh working from home and <laughs> someone had <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing yet. <laughs> Somebody. Okay, it was you. <laughs> whoa, whoa. First of all, I said this anonymous. Okay, Second so of all, I said it's not mine. <laughs> so I've explicitly stated the opposite of what you're implying. Um, so there's an, uh, someone had an upholstered stool from Target that was quite old. And um, someone, I think like it was a fart, but then it was more than a fart, as I'm sure we're all aware of sometimes it happens. Um, I think something like leaked out onto the stool. And to my knowledge, that person still uses that stool to this day. Um, but it was wiped and like sanitized and everything. But that person probably should invest in something more, something better. Can't tell if this was you or not. Are you? <laughs> It wasn't okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. It was someone else. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, was the like when you say upholstered, do you mean like fabric or like it was like a like fabric? Mm -hmm. fabric. Okay, okay. Yeah, not uh, like a diner booth because that no, went, that went not like off. leather or like right vinyl. A vinyl, yeah. Right. No, it was a very permeable, <laughs> uh, non-natural fabric. You know. I don't really think about stuff like that. I go, we, we wipe it off, but we move on with yeah. our lives. It doesn't smell. I smell it all the time. It doesn't smell. <laughs> I mean, oh, some, somebody, someone, shoot. I, someone <laughs> smells it all the time. <laughs> just to make sure, just to double check. I woke up the other day. I'd been gone um, for a few days, and I came home, and I slept in my bed for the first time, and I woke up. I, I don't know how I got in bed. Uh, one of my cats had puked in on my bed while I was sleeping, like, on my, like, throw blanket, and mm. I, like, flipped the blanket over. I was like, what, there's something, Oof. like, solid, and it's just a bunch of cat pee, no. and I slept, I slept right next to it. Hmm. So. It's warm. We spray it off. Well, it was, like, completely dried. It was, like, a... Right. Yeah, cat puke is actually not as gross as I think people it's may think it is. It's basically just cat food that's wet now. Yeah, it's not horrible. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I 
I like it actually. <laughs> <laughs> some people like it. <laughs> I'm sure some people. Somebody do. does. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll read you one more. Okay. <clears throat> I shit my pants on my own porch. <laughs> it was December. <gasps> I was a month out of a live-in relationship, and I started taking the bus home from work because my ex had a new girlfriend, and I kept running into the two of them on the train. Oh, that's really oh, hard. That's yeah. Uh, the bus because riding the train's already kind of stressful, and then you have to right. see. And then of course it's like the amount of like randomness and entropy in the universe. Mm-hmm. But then of course, yeah, the train, the car, the time, the d- like everything lines up so perfectly. Hmm. Yeah. Makes you think. Maybe th- there is a god, <laughs> <laughs> and he hates us. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, a bitch. <laughs> Not benevolent. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> one time I was waiting for the train. Um, I'd like done a show and I was like feeling good about myself. I was like, I think I was like downtown waiting and, um, like I was waiting on one side and there's this other guy waiting for a <laughs> train on the, like we like had our backs to, you know what I mean? Like waiting mm. on this thing. And, uh, I remember like, I kind of like looked over at him. He like looked at me and I like looked back <laughs> and I like looked over and he looked at me again and I was like, this guy's obsessed with me. So, right. and I was like. I had a couple IPAs, so I was feeling kind of crazy. So I like I winked at him, which <gasps> is like so I don't like do that. I'm I I'm more of like a wave from a distance kind of person. Right, and or, like, I go th- up and grab their. Butt. I threw him a wink. I was feeling crazy, and then my train got there like right after, <laughs> and mm. it did the thing <laughs> where it, it stopped like like fifteen feet away from <laughs> us. <laughs> And then I, so I said this guy a little wink, and then I went to go sprinting after the train. Wow. I was like, city girl. <laughs> Nothing more flirtatious than throwing a wink and then sh- immediately having to display your athletic prowess. Running with a backpack. He it's probably terrible. was even more attractive. And if nothing else, it was like I ending mean, it with I a bang. I jumped right on the drags and <laughs> been done with it. <laughs> Or done that thing where you like disappear behind the train after it like passes or something. <laughs> it's just Although me. I guess you would have assumed. He's hiding behind like a pillar. He <laughs> <laughs> can still see you. Your backpack <laughs> jutting out from. The- <laughs> uh, okay, <clears throat> so okay, so they they kept seeing their ex on the train. The bus took an extra hour to get home, but whatever. That day, an extra hour. I know. Yeah. That's, okay. Um, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That day, I'd also stopped at Anthropology to buy a sweater for my date later that night. So I get to my bus stop and I start walking the quarter of a mile home a few steps into the trip. I realized my stomach did not feel good. Halfway back, <laughs> halfway back, I was out loud saying, no, no, <laughs> in time with every step because I could feel my poor butt losing the fight. Oh, no. I made it to my building and got up the stairs to my back porch. I was fumbling with the key in the lock, but the sands in the hourglass had run out. <laughs> Ooh, this is a good storytelling. I, I had no choice. I ripped the sweater out of the anthropology bag, pulled down my pants, <gasps> no. and shit in a shopping bag on my own porch. Oh, oh, oh. Not in the sweater. Okay, that's <laughs> no, good. That's yeah, that's smart. Then I unlocked the door, brought in my pants and underwear, and <laughs> took a shower. I left the bag <laughs> on the porch to get to get rid of it later because I didn't want anyone to see me throwing out my own shit in a bag. <laughs> And yes, I cleaned up, decided not to wear the new sweater, and went on that fucking date. Yeah. Oh, I want to meet this person. We had colorful language. We had problem-solving skills. And we had tenacity. If you're listening and this is your story, hit me up. I want to hang out. (laughs) 
Our live story comes from Sonal Agarwal. Sonal is a Chicago comic, and uh, if you want to learn how to do stand-up from her, she's teaching a class at the Lincoln Lodge. This was recorded in December of 2022. Here's Sonal Agarwal. Are we all like learning a lot about ourselves <laughs> during this show? And I did this show a few years back and I was like, oh, I don't know. And I did some like, I did this like very lame inspo story about how I was like casually molested and I almost killed the guy. And I was like, what? I was like, I can't think of any gross shit. And I realized that grossness is on a spectrum. <laughs> Like the things that I normalize for sure, you guys would be like, no, like, but I mean, if you, if you cannot pee outside, who is gonna die during the apocalypse? Like, <laughs> for a duck, like, I don't give a, I, I don't care what your pronouns are. I will call you whatever the fuck you want. You might have to remind me a thousand million times, but if you cannot pee outside. <laughs> If you cannot pee outside, I will be very upset. And I didn't, like, I, di I didn't, I didn't, what was the, what was, there was something I wrote down in my, uh, the shit in the bag store. Oh, I tried to sell my plasma in college. <laughs> in college. And this little old bitch in Bloomington, Indiana told me that I was iron deficient and suggested that I try oatmeal. <laughs> and I was like, obviously I need all my iron for all the parkour or whatever I was doing. And also I was like, the shit in the bag store, I was like, oh right, there was that one time that I was tripping on mushrooms so hard with my ex that he shit himself and I didn't believe him. And I was like, you're being so fucking extra, right? <laughs> and um, that, that these are just real. So who, who pees outside? Oh, the rest of you are gonna die. <laughs> Definitely, yes. I was so infuriated. And but can we, that I appreciate Carly also using notes. I, the two of us are very prepared. And um, I have shit in a trough. Does anyone know what a rainbow gathering is? <laughs> cool, fun things to Google on our, I, um, I was on my period at Burning Man. <laughs> a little bit cooler, no? Okay, fine. I, yes, I will never return, never, to the playa, unless I am sponsored by an art car, I, our neighbors, um, it's a pack it in, pack it out situation. It's a leave no trace philosophy. Our neighbors left 20 gallons of pee that um, I helped to bike out. And these are stories that I didn't even remember the first time that I was asked to do the show. I was like, this is just normal. There, um, you know, it, there is no conversation around smell. I went out with this um, young man because it is incredibly alarming the situations we find ourselves in when we let the sex drive drive. <laughs> when we're like, here you go, Coochie, you take the keys. 
And they're like, does it smell bad in here? And your coochie is like, shut the fuck up. This is why I prefer to drive alone. I got the top down. I can't hear anything over these six jams. And then you hear this young, smelly man uh, talking out loud. And you're like, you live with your parents? Oh my god, that's so sweet. <laughs> and this uh, young man and I, we made the sex recently. And I'm looking at the condom. And I'm like, is this? Is this dirt? Is this dirt on the condom? And he goes, are you sure you're not on the final days of your period? And I was like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And he goes, no, I mean like, is it on the inside or the outside of the condom? <laughs> And I'm like, you mean like, you want me to get forensics in here? <laughs> Cause we got the report, you're fucking gross! <laughs> what is this? And like the smell, the smell was so informative. <laughs> and there is no, fellas, can you talk to each other about the smell? I was doing the thing where I was like, in my culture, <laughs> If I hear myself saying in my culture a lot, that's a lot of red flags. <laughs> and I'm like, in my culture, we have a thing called the tongue scraper. Do you know about it? <laughs> yeah, see, my perception of gross is very different than y'all. Like, if you in 2022 are talking about a bidet and think that's revolutionary, get your crusty booty hole the fuck away from me. <laughs> but he was heavy dicked and you know there is such a thing as too much dick also you know and this with the, the, the this is true this is true these people who are late everywhere you're like I get it you got a heavy ass dick <laughs> the fact that you even make it out anyway <laughs> once you know you're like why it's why there's so many tiny baby that has evolution not Kama Sutra is Sanskrit for motion of the ocean. No, this because of all the tiny little boats. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. And there he's I'm like looking at him and I'm like, do you have a condom to accommodate your situation? This was before the whole dirt and the Condom, and he goes, no, nah, I'm just gonna use whatever you've got. 
like if we're going to a party and you're gonna wear my clothes? Cause that wouldn't make any sense either. Like we can see a Walgreens from my fucking window. That is so lazy and I am watching him ram his dick into this like Planned Parenthood condom. And it like, it looked like corn. But not the one that makes it to the store. You know, like the Imperfect Foods box. <laughs> Like, somebody appreciates this car. <laughs> oh, Lord! And, um, you know, this is recent. This is, this is recent. And, um, do you have condoms to accommodate your situation? Nice, you know? And he's like, um, yeah, the, the, you can use a spoon, a metal spoon, if you don't have a tongue scraper which you can buy at Walgreens for, for, I'm selling them after the show, that's my merch. And um, this is, God, he smelled so bad and I was like telling my girls about it and my, my one girlfriend was like, you just gotta ignore that. So, what? And my other girlfriend was like, no bitch, that's your pheromones telling you to get your uterus the fuck out of there. And I'm like, that's what the fuck is up. But um, I did in the honor of, this is the most ladylike story I can share. And it's so funny that I just have like totally blocked this story because I'm like, yeah, that's just uh, what you do. Back in my college days, there I was, um, aggressively drunk and driving, as you do in the Midwest and in college. It's the culture. Don't judge, I'm alive. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm on, 9094, the Dan Ryan, so many fucking lanes. And I'm driving so fast, and I feel it. I feel it coming. <laughs> and I'm like, oh Lord, oh my God. And I see that there's no exit. There's another exit like a couple miles down. And I'm like reaching around, reaching, and I find a plastic bag. It's got holes in it. Wow. And then I find a yeah. And I'm driving like 70 miles an hour. And I take the steering wheel with my knees, oh. and with my eyes on the road, I'm like, <laughs> just like puke my fucking insides, all of my organs out into this Tupperware, and it's like heaving, like it's like journey of puking, you know, like, <laughs> and then I just seal that shit up, and I put it down. And I immediately flipped open my little Nokia flip phone and I called my boy Connor and I was like, I feel so much better. <laughs> and I got home and I just put that Tupperware into the garbage bin. But little did I know that um, I could have been on my way to financial freedom. <laughs> <laughs> So we've all learned a lot tonight, and um, I'm really excited about 2023. I think it's gonna be a big year for all of us, and um, that is why I am the most fucking ladylike person, you know? Not a drop of vomit in the Toyota Camry. Yeah. All in the Tupperware, thank you guys. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Nathan Rennick. 
yeah, if you're interested in finding me for, if you thought it was funny, if you think I sound really, really incredibly sexy and hot, <laughs> my name is Nathan Rennick. You can find me on Instagram at my name, Nathan Rennick. I'll spell it for you even. N-A-T-H-A-N-R-E-N-N-I-C-H. Uh, and I would love to uh, see you over there. I'm, I'm not working on any projects, but I do love to, I love to love. <laughs> That's my lifelong project. <laughs> Jenna, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do I get paid for this or? No. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>